0: The following is a fourth-hand
1: production. Purina.
2: Baronia and Herod. Passions.
1: Estonia. Hazaruta Ervatsun
3: There's an exchange
1: of... ...arrived at the...
2: Our husbands
3: and wives. Daddy. Uh, what? You get some... ...y otros en mi mejor amigo, este domingo solo por Univision.
2: Previously on Hysteria 51.
0: Not since the invention of penicillin, I'll thank you very much.
4: Conspiracy bot, I like the rap, but if you come at me, I'm going to give a new meaning to the term beatbox.
0: Los
1: Angeles. I mean,
2: am I right? I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane.
4: Hovering next to, like, you know, the world's tallest thermometer that everybody knows is 100 feet tall. Something that
5: actually, a flying saucer that looks like a pancake. Pancake looks like a pancake. A flying saucer looks like a... Well, a saucer.
4: We haven't heard about the dog in a few minutes. Maybe they already ate the dog, you know?
2: Clinkons are bitches.
0: The largest dial I'd ever seen. Hope you had a chance to go to the bathroom. Want to know why? Because they probably fucking saw a UFO. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: He's a ufologist. Yeah. He's out of a job.
4: If I had a nickel for every time I've been abducted by little people while I was trying to hike in Griffith Park.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You got a vagina. We
4: don't. We're going to explore that a little bit.
0: <laughs> this really is a
4: Star Wars story. You're at the height of a Tom Cruise or perhaps a Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise in platform shoes. <laughs>
2: That's our
3: <laughs> word. You don't <laughs> use it.
2: Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. And now back to Betty and Barney Hill with episode 19, Aftermath.
3: Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Hand and John Goforth.
5: Wow, what what a way to bring us back. Welcome back, Hysteria Nation, (laughs) to the podcast that had you at Hello. But then kept talking, Hysteria 51. (laughs) I'll have you know I worked very hard on that intro. (laughs) I am your humble dungeon master, John Goforth. I am joined, as always, by our other dungeon master on this journey, Brent the Nordic Hand. I am tall. I do have blonde hair. But I think I'm a little bit fat for to be a Nordic. Because you're a Nordic, does that also make you a Nazi? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb
0: and say no. I don't think so.
5: Okay, just had to check. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Additionally, we have the third wheel of this hellish trike we call a show, The Robot That Always Kicks the Laces Out, Conspiracy Bot. C-Bot, what's the
2: word? Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel.
0: Caught in a loop He's caught in a loop Brent, why
5: did you spend multiple hours the other day showing him all of the Ace Ventura movies?
0: <laughs> well, first off, how many are there? Like two? That's all I showed him. Your fan fiction. <laughs> you uploaded all of your
5: fan I thought, fiction.
0: I thought that that was private. And we're going to have to have a talk, Seba and I, when this is over with.
5: <laughs> all right. And returning to the show for the second week in a row, author, screenwriter, lover, mm. Michael Paul Gonzalez. Gonzo, thanks for coming back after last week. Uh, frankly, we're all surprised. You obviously lack good judgment <laughs> and, and taste, but we like that.
4: Mm. You know, yeah, as in the immortal words of Richard Gere, I got no place else to go.
5: <laughs> I want to just let our listeners know I find you incredibly tasty. Whether it's your nickname or not, I'm gonna call you Gonzo from now on. I know there was another writer that had that nickname. I don't care. I don't I don't remember one. I don't think no one famous. <laughs> no one famous. No, no I wouldn't. Nah,
0: not important anymore. <laughs> hey, how's that doctorate coming? So we can call you Dr. Gonzo. Is that working? Or, or, uh... Uh, yeah, good. A couple more decades or <laughs> something.
4: Yeah, <laughs> um, It's, you know, the school of measureology, not to throw it back to last week too far, but uh, Damn right. they're tough. They're, they're very tough.
0: I'd say between four foot eleven and eleven foot two. <laughs>
5: That guy's got presidential material written all over him. That was a little <laughs> bit better. There was no backward Ps in that. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Before we get into uh, this week's episode, before we get into the topic, continuing the saga that is Barney and Betty Hill, mm. uh, let's talk what we're drinking.
3: You say it's a lexicon of libations. We call it a bulletin of booze. Either way, we're all getting pissed. Here's this week's spirit selections.
0: I'll have you know, I busted out a Bud Light this evening.
3: and and
5: And I did. I brought it out. It is not your best oftentimes is the worst option available. And yet you continually go with
0: it. You can shove your opinions right up your ass. Not unlike the anal probe that I'm sure the uh, Hills experienced. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm. What about the dog? Delcy, she's a cool customer. They let her go. <laughs> <laughs> Gonzo, what do you got back there? I
4: am working on the rest of that strange heavy gray bottle of Polish stuff mm. and uh, conspiracy bot sent me a, a an email after my my threats at the beginning of last week's episode uh, for some mixer ideas. Uh, he was suggesting glass cleaner or bleach to add in there. I think he's trying to pull something. I'm not going for it. I'm just going to uh, keep drinking this stuff straight.
0: It's like that time that he, he told John that he would clean the floor better if he used ammonia and bleach together. Exactly. We didn't yeah. see John for about 3 hours. Yeah. Wait, that was that was wrong to <laughs> yeah. do? Remember to when John kept talking time? about seeing
4: Jupiter in the
3: ceiling, you know?
5: That was <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. I, I saw Jupiter.
3: Now that she's back in the atmosphere with Jupiter in her head. I saw Jupiter.
0: <laughs> but you gave him a nickname. So between Gonzo Gofo and the hand, we could be like the wacky morning team of Gonzo <laughs> Gofo and the hand live on 103.7 WQQR.
2: Go ahead weather, car, traffic, traffic, car, weather. on
0: with the Zoo Patrol.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I had in mind. Conspiracy
2: bot, what are you drinking? Just because Michael doesn't know good taste from his ass doesn't mean I don't. I have Windex and Bicardi 151, and I'm about to pour the bleach in. No,
5: Conspiracy Bot, stop. Can someone (laughs) unplug him? (laughs) All right. Brent, go take the bleach away. We'll... (laughs)
2: That shit don't work, motherfuckers. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, Brent, open the window at least. Uh,
4: yeah, we're good. He's Ooh. a surly drunk. Just let him do what he
5: wants. <laughs> and I'm drinking one of my old standbys, Antihero from Revolution Brewery. Mm, my the, favorite IPA.
0: It's gross. It's green. It's got a fist. Antihero.
5: <laughs> it's an amazing Sounded IPA. like my date from last week. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my wife. <laughs> Brent was having a uh, commissatory conversation on Twitter with at Epic film guys about how they both hate IPAs. So fuck you both.
0: No, they uh, love IPAs. I don't. No, I thought you said they hated them too. No, I said you love them. He oh, said yeah, I They do. said that one of their wives hates them. They love them. Oh, got yeah. it, got it, got it. So yeah, don't way, fuck Epic Film Guy. I mean, you can fuck you them. Can mock them. <laughs> you can fuck them. You can fuck them. Just make sure it's consensual. And you might want yeah. to be protected. Um, <laughs> I am dinner first.
5: <laughs> at Epic Film, guys, love you
0: and love your taste in beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty percent of us do so is it 50% well you forgot your own fucking creation you don't count he'll eat fucking shoe polish and lint like fucking the guy has no taste That's so and rude. then and then conspiracy bot don't even get me started on him oh I see what you
5: uh, 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 everybody's laughing you hear all the laughter
0: yep I do I can feel it I feel put it. it in in post
5: moving on to hysteria hype this week we're going to go ahead and let our special guest
3: michael paul gonzalez handle it let's hear from british announcer guy each week we delve into our weird headspace open up the drawer marked freaky sh and pull out a mysterious morsel you just have to try (gasps) it's time for hysteria hype
5: michael hit us
4: Alright, so yeah, my I run a small press called Thunderdome Press. We just put out a collection of politically themed horror stories called Dread State. Uh, pretty cool book. It's got people like Ray Bradbury. Fuck me, Ray Bradbury, the greatest
3: sci-fi
4: writer in history. <laughs> Thanks, uh, <you> <laughs> William F. Nolan, uh, you know, some pretty pretty big voices, some good up-and-comers. Never um, heard of it. But in them. the
0: Bass, never heard
4: of him. <laughs> I know I know, you know, they're they're kinda too low brow for Brent. But uh <laughs> uh in the spirit of the show, I, I actually do have a short story uh in another anthology called Drive In Creature Feature, uh, which is I, I through like Evil Jester already. Press. Uh my story is actually about Bigfoot, but there are other uh some cool, you know, nineteen fifties horror style alien abductions, uh Sweet. creepy crawlies, that kind of thing. So that seemed fitting for uh, for the show, and it's a good way for me to shoehorn two plugs into this oh, space. Red now,
0: State Driving Creature Feature. I got a serious question for you. Do you call it Squatch, or you just keep calling it Bigfoot? Because uh, people the know call it Squatch. I want you to. I want you to know that. I, I call them whatever they tell me to call them. Every time
4: we meet up in the woods, <laughs> That's right. after the little people take me out there. You
0: know. Um. So real quick, <laughs> <laughs> all that humor. They, you know, be tall, how, how tall were
5: they? Uh,
4: that's they were about uh, Danny DeVito standing on Brad Garrett's shoulders <laughs> heights I think. Uh, so the thing that we do, <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to, you know, get out my precise measureology terms here, but uh, you know, all right. So yeah, that's that's about the excitement Actually, of it. I'm gonna give this five out of five. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs>
0: Yes. Perfect. Oh, that I actually watched that movie recently. It it holds up pretty well. Right. I can go like, back to it. Yeah. It's I'm like, always scared to go back to those movies. That's the you thing. Never, like you watch them. I'll, I'll be like one of those movies from my, my childhood. And I'll, I'll get my wife. And she didn't. I guess she slept through most of the 80s. And 90s. Uh, and I'll be like, hey, did you ever see, you know, insert movie Rad, which is one that we did recently? <laughs> she's like, no, I'm like, it's fucking phenomenal. And I'll have you know, Rad is still amazing to me, but she's like, how did you ever fucking watch this movie? <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then I, a, I weep for our future. I weep. So that happens. They'll never know. Back to the story at hand the Betty and Barney Hill abduction.
5: But before we do, If you haven't had a chance to listen to our last episode, uh, we'd suggest you go back and listen to that and all of our episodes. However, you don't don't hear your calendar. (laughs) You don't have to do it right now. Conspiracy Bot, can you update the fine folks on what's happened so far?
2: Thanks, GoFo. In last week's episode, we learned about Barney and Betty Hill, a couple of meat sacks from New Hampshire that said they were abducted by alien meat sacks back in the early 60s. They were taken onto a UFO where a bunch of tests were run. Barney said the UFO looked like a pancake, which was an odd food choice to compare an alien craft to. Between that and how specific Betty was with certain details, I thought GoFo was going to have a heart attack. Well, at least I hoped he would. During their little abduction party, the Hills supposedly lost time. Kind of like when you unplug me and don't turn my backup power on. Because of that, they couldn't remember what happened and decided to try hypnosis. Man, you flesh bags are weird sometimes. Maybe I should try to hypnotize Brent and get him to upgrade me, or at least get him to stop staring at my modem. Anyway, I guess that's about where you idiots left off and are going to start today. And by the way, I don't like that Mike Gonzalez guy. His books are good, but he's an asshole.
0: I don't know about you, but I feel recapped. I feel something
5: in, in my groin.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I lost time. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <Damn
0: it>. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Moving forward with the anthology that is the hills. NICAP, which is, we already said, was a civilian investigators of much like the, the predecessor to MUFON, I guess I would say, which is the mutual UFO network. NICAP steps in and they start delving into that missing time. So November 25th, 1961, the Hills were again interviewed at length by NICAP members. This time, CD Jackson. And you got to love anyone who has their names are just, just That's like
4: initial, a bad 80s action hero. You know? CD Jackson and the
0: Sword of Truth. You know? yeah.
5: <laughs> CD Jackson and the, you know, CD Jackson sounds like it'd be the name. Of the of that bad hero, but in a commercial for Sam Goody,
0: yeah, or or like, or like the 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 homeless man on Sesame Street. That's C D Jackson, Jackson. like, don't look at him, kids. No, it's uh, a it's Action Jackson's failed
5: rapper (laughs) brother, (laughs) C D Jackson. (laughs) Uh, The commercial for Sam Goody. Oh my god! I just want the new Kids on the Block's compact disc. Where do I get it?
1: bust through the brick wall <laughs>
5: what, what is it my name's cd jackson and i'll tell you where to good sam goody
0: uh cd jackson you look a suspect amount like the kool-aid man and now i got a fucking <laughs> hole in my wall <laughs> don't you worry about that at all i was thirsty but now you got debris in your fucking head get the fuck out of here cd jackson
5: <laughs> i'm cd jackson
4: <laughs> cd jackson out <laughs> He skips out of there. Bam. See
0: what I did? <laughs> skip, skip, yeah. skip. Oh, right. yeah. uh, <laughs> that wouldn't happen if mini-discs would have caught on, but I digress.
5: No, later on, you had skip protect. No,
4: they had put it a, on fucking- mini-disc when it was cold outside, you know. That was, <laughs> it's cr- that was his excuse with the ladies, you know.
3: <laughs> I was in the pool! I was in the pool! <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so we got C.D. Jackson and Robert E. Homan. Uh, I think is how you say that. Having read Webb's initial report, Jackson and Holman had many questions. Uh I, I think bet. that goes
5: without saying. I still have many questions for the Hills as well.
0: So one of the main things that they wanted to know was about the length of the trip. Not the length of how high it was above their 1957 Chevy <laughs> Bel Air, but the length of how long their actual trip was. If they had the altimeter. Mm-hmm. Although the Hills had noted that they arrived home you know, later than they thought. They didn't get home till 5 a.m. The drive should have taken about four hours. It was 178 miles. They didn't realize that when they got home, it did seven hours. It actually had passed during that whole time. When Homan and Jackson noted the discrepancy, uh, the couple had no explanation. A frequently reported circumstance in alleged alien abduction cases is this whole thing of missing time. This one was kind of the, the granddaddy to that, as we stated last episode. This one was the first time that that had been really noted. Uh, so, despite everything they tried, the hills they couldn't remember the thirty-five miles, and which had taken you know quite a bit of time. So, from if you remember from last episode, or if you haven't listened, or in the in the recap, there's the buzzing, the pinging that seemed to be coming off the trunk lid, and then it, and they, and they then lost they, time, and then they lose time. And then- That that was that weird pinging sound that they heard, and then they heard it again. Who's Doctor
5: Frankfurter? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just, yeah. And then they they came to thirty five miles and a, a, a large amount of time later. Although Betty's recall was somewhat fuller than Barney's, both were able to recall an image of a fiery orb sitting on the ground, and they both reasoned that it must have been the moon <laughs> sitting on the ground. But Holman <laughs> and Dax, Jupiter, I'm sure it wasn't Jupiter. That's <laughs> Betty. Betty and Barney were both told by Holman and Jackson. The moon had already set at at, around that time. So it couldn't have been the fucking moon. And also, I'm pretty sure they said it also doesn't sit on the fucking ground. (laughs) You ignorant pieces of shit. This whole fucking thing. (laughs) The the subject of hypnosis came up and it was decided that it would be carried out to an attempt to elicit previously unremembered memories. The
5: way hypnosis came up was all those dreams that we walked you through in the last episode uh, that we continue to start talking about here. Mm-hmm. She told her to her boss at the social work office and her boss is like, you know,
0: hey, maybe those aren't dreams. Maybe that really happened. They also had just been talking about the UFO they'd witnessed and all that shit. So why not investigate it to its fullest, John? Just leave no stone unturned. My question I is. Said. With that boss, do you think that was pillow talk? Do you think she was mm. cheating on barney That is a Stacey Goforth skip from like, oh, she's dancing with men on our resurrection married 'em. She must have been a fucking lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> like it runs in the Goforth family, like these huge skips of uh leaps related of related by marriage, not by blood. We're related well <laughs> true. I guess. What I hope <laughs> What yeah. are you implying? You, you guys did do that ancestry.com I didn't know why you, you chose to do it, but now you know. I guess you you got John his own grandpa. Great yeah. <laughs> Scott! <I stopped> <laughs> so Barney didn't want to do hypnosis, but he thought it might help Betty, who I'm sure was like hypnosis. Well, of he did fucking hypnosis. do it. His his wife come home, comes home from work. Hey. Ted at the
5: office <laughs> says we should have hypnosis done. So he <laughs> Why actually the was, fuck are you talking to Ted at the office again? <laughs> he actually, was I coded- told you to quit talking to Ted at the office. You're talking to him about shit that happened to us. Stop it. Fucking stop it. Honey, we have to have hypnosis done. I said, stop it, honey. We have to have hypnosis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a dark turn, all
5: <laughs> And that's her hitting
4: him because no, no, no. Hit,
0: that's just that's goes- just John masturbating while he's pretending to yell at a woman. He slaps at it. <laughs> he eventually goes,
5: okay, honey, we'll go to the hypno <laughs> We well, actually
0: said he goes. He goes. I guess if it'll stop this nonsense with her dreams, we well, can try it. Yeah, he's, he's a postman. He gets one day
4: a week off. He, she's coming in and he's like, could I just watch the fucking football games for yeah. a day? Please <laughs> right. Can we not talk about the stupid moon in the road and Jupiter and the abductions, please.
0: <laughs> oh, but little did he know.
5: Nay, they were going to talk about. We them. got drunk and fucked <laughs> the dog in the middle of New Hampshire. It, it
0: happens. You know, I'm not allowed to bring up pedophilia, but you're talking a lot about bestiality two episodes in a row. I just want to throw that out there.
5: I am quoting sources.
0: What source? Your cerebellum or wherever that shit comes from?
4: The source was last week's episode. We can quote that now because it's in the books.
3: It's
0: on the internet. You can look it up. You can look it up. February of 62, the Hills were making frequent weekend drives to White Mountains, hoping that revisiting the site would spark memories. It's racist. They were unsuccessful in trying to locate the site where they observed the fiery orb, but... They were able to eliminate. <laughs> they several went possible- during the day. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> they were able to eliminate several possible routes. They actually found the capture site on Labor Day weekend of 65. So a little bit later. Uh, but at that time when they were looking, they they couldn't find it.
5: There were beer cans did and condoms. How they figure that
0: out? They're, they're like driving. They're like, well,
4: it's noon. Uh, I don't see the moon. I remember seeing the this moon. This so makes me to- feel rapey.
5: I think this was <laughs> yeah. it. No, they, they pulled up and there were beer cans and condoms everywhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And paw prints next to next to this entire tracks. So. You know it's funny though. So in 1998, John, you'll remember this. I was in a bad accident, and um, my seatbelt. Well,
5: you're going to talk about the boy band you were in.
0: No, no, no. So my, <laughs> that was the
4: name of the boy band. Bad no.
0: accident. <laughs> bad accidents back. All right. So I was in a bad accident and my, I had my seatbelt on and it let loose. It didn't, uh, my lap belt held, but the, the, uh, shoulder belt broke and I broke the steering wheel with my head. I was an older, this was, you know, I had an eighties vehicle and they didn't have airbags and I had amnesia and I had amnesia for like a day.
5: And when he woke up, he said,
0: I'm Brian Fellows. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, I have lost that time. So I lost like 24 hours, but shit will remind me. And I'll have memories and forever. I would be like, did I, was I in a wheelchair next to some guy who got shot? Like it was popped to me. And my mom's like, yeah, actually the guy was in there. You're waiting for your, MRI and you came to and like that guy had been shot and you were you were talking to him and it is weird so I kind of get that like you drive you drive you drive and you find the spot and all of a sudden it it pings in your brain and now you know that's I don't know 20 years later almost 19 years later I still have memories of that and it it pings things in my brain so what I'm saying is I'm on the side of these two unlike you fuck faces you maybe were, it's maybe it's the brain damage I suffered in '98, but <laughs> so the uh, guy
4: with massive head trauma—it's—he's uh, <laughs> on the side of the conspiracy. Head
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: dark I see what you did there, yeah.
2: conspiracy
5: bot. Yep, thank you, conspiracy bot. Brain damage. Brent I understand what you're saying and I'd, I'd like to be considerate of uh I don't what, know that you of what I happened b- 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 to you I don't know that you do nah not really all right the reality is you got hit in the noggin I get it you get hit in the noggin yeah you, you're we're right we're it wasn't shit. like
0: the the alien abduction that these people suffered so good looking
5: a needle went in their belly not in their brain
0: yeah but we don't know we don't know what else happened you know
5: well we're gonna find out uh oh
0: disclosure <laughs> On November 23rd, 62, the Hills attended a meeting at their parsonage of the church where they had invited a guest speaker, Captain Ben H. Sweat of the United States Air Force, who had recently published a book of his poetry. After he read (laughs) Ode to the Blue that I fly through and now I'm done. (laughs) That was, I was going to try to do something there and we're just going to edit that out. Much is a tough That's a tough run. <laughs> After he'd read selections of his poetry, the pastor asked him to discuss his personal interest in hypnosis, <laughs> as one is as to do. do. <laughs> like, hey, so that was hey, a thanks beautiful for the poem. Can you tell us about hypnosis? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been pumping gas and some guy's like, you know anything about hypnosis? I mean, you're
5: right, Brent. This whole thing adds up. It does. Oh, let's keep going. Uh,
0: the pastor's name was uh, Segway, apparently. <laughs> It's the bad segue. (laughs) Like, hey. (laughs) After the meeting broke up, the Hills approached Captain Sweat privately and told him what they could remember their strange encounter. He was particularly interested in the missing time of the Hills account. So they asked him if he would hypnotize, if he would hypnotize them to recover.
5: Hypnotize is the new revolution that is sweeping the exercise community. <laughs> Who's <laughs> ready to hypnotize one and two and what and two and one. I woke and two. up.
0: I was four pounds lighter. My ass hurt. Thanks, hypnotize. <laughs> so they tried to, they wanted him to hypnotize them so that they could remember. And he's like, I'm. I'm just interested in this shit like I can't like I don't want to do that because if I do it I'm just some lackey I'm I don't think we should do that so don't go to an amateur hypnotist I'm, I'm, busy, such as I'm himself. busy
5: with my poetry.
0: And, uh, amateur hypnotist
4: slash poet slash retired Air Force captain.
0: <laughs> My next poem who is called. Who wh- hasn't
5: heard that old chestnut?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My next poem is called Watch the Swinging Clock. <laughs> <laughs> clock. Emphasize the L there. Yeah, Emphasize clock. the L. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what he's doing with that hypnosis. Uh-oh. Finally, on March 3rd of 63, the Hills first publicly disclosed the UFO encounter with a group at their church. So they tell they tell their church. Yeah, this happened. September of 63, the captain, Svet, 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 Svet? Was he, do he say fucking Swedish now? Gave <laughs> a former lecture on hypnosis to a meeting at the Unitarian Church. After the lecture, the Hills told him that Barney was going to a psychiatrist named Mr. Stevens, whom he liked and trusted. The captain suggested that Barney asked Stevens to use hypnosis in his case uh, with Barney the next time that... that He met with him.
5: That he he touched him. Hi, I'm Mr. Stevens and Barney. Uh, I'm glad you're here today. Uh, We're going to do some fun things. Uh, uh, We might use hypnosis. We might not. But it's all going to be in a place of love. I'd like you to start by taking your pants off.
0: <laughs> oh, that you know that that's isn't that how your doctor treats you? <laughs> that's how we get to memories.
4: I got the sniffles. Great, take your pants off. <laughs> these, these HMOs, man.
0: <laughs> uh, <I don't> know. <laughs> so.
5: So Thanks, this, o- thanks Obama.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so this cat, Stevens, is like, that's not my forte. I don't do it. But there is this guy, Benjamin Simon, out in Boston. You should talk to him. He can do it. So on November 3rd is 63, the Hill spoke before an amateur UFO study group, the two-state UFO study group in Quincy Center, Massachusetts. So they've made that trek out to Boston. They literally, like... Everyone was kicking this can down the
4: road for a year.
0: Yeah, like they're like, they're they're going to everyone and everyone's else like, well, talk to someone else. Talk to yeah. It's like when you call the fucking DMV. That person's always going, ah, oh, you need to talk to so-and-so. I need to transfer you to so and Like, people didn't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. It, it really, or were
4: they accidentally, like, talking to reptilians who didn't want to be the one responsible for mm, giving it all away?
0: Strong. You know? Strong accusation. I like yeah. it. Reptile wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they finally get hooked up with this cat named Simon who is the hypnotherapist.
5: Sure, why not?
0: Yeah. So December 14th 63. So early in the discussion, the Simon determined that the UFO encounter was causing Barney You said the Simon is is it that game that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually conspiracy, bot just pushing his own buttons. That wasn't a, a drop in pushing his own buttons. You saying he's masturbating. Right yes, now? yes. Much <laughs> like you were earlier. Yes, he's masturbating.
2: Terrific jokes on you. I'm always masturbating.
0: <laughs> so he says the UFO encounter is causing Barney far more worry and anxiety than he was willing to admit. Hence, you know, probably why he died in
5: 1969. Well, now, now that part. That part is true. He was, he had been diagnosed. He had anxiety, um, like severe anxiety, with anxiety and uh, ulcers, I think.
0: Yes. Um, which comes from worry
5: well, well before uh, any of this ever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it returned mm-hmm. after the end. It had gone away, I guess. And it returned after the incident.
0: So Simon, the doctor, he was just like, this is not extraterrestrial. It's not possible. Um, it seemed obvious to him that the Hills generally thought though, that they had witnessed UFO with human-like occupants. So he was in his own mind. He's like, there's no UFO, but these people, from all intents and purposes, believe what they're telling me. So his doctor (laughs) background said that these people believe what they're telling me. They're not making this up. I don't believe it was aliens, but they really do.
5: So he did sessions separately, right?
0: Yeah. So he said he hoped to uncover more about the experience through hypnosis so he he begins to hypnotize them uh, on January of 64. So January 4th, 64. He hypnotized Betty and Barney several times each. As you said, all of them were done separately. They last until June 6th of 64. So, you know, a few times over several months. He did them separately, so they couldn't overhear each other's recollections. And at the end of each sep- And at the end of each session, he reinstated amnesia, meaning that he put the blocks back in there so that they wouldn't, you know collude i guess because that's how hip- <laughs> <laughs> it just works i and i don't now let me take it back i don't like
4: any good marriage they did not speak to each other between january and june of
0: 1964 well <laughs> so. that is actually one of the more believable things about this that maybe <laughs> knowing some of the couples i know i don't know can you stop talking about the ufos betty i don't know <laughs> this is just me rambling here I don't know the ins and outs of real hypnosis. Like, I know that it, they can uncover things you, you remember, but you put blocks up. I know they can uncover things that, you know, that you've forgotten because it, it, it tears down, you know, those blocks and walls. I don't know, like you said, can they put back the amnesia? So that-
5: I did a little research into this according to, I'm forgetting my source, uh, but it was, it was like a, not the American Medical Association, but something like that. I yeah. don't know if it was the American Psychological Association, something. Uh, it said that. It had American um,
0: before it, so you can trust
5: it. So, yeah, it's good. Right. It, it basically said that hypnotherapy, there's two types. There's the kind that, uh, is a bunch of bullshit, and there's the kind that actually is helpful. And I forget. And this the, guy was accredited. I forget and he, the names of those two types. Uh, all right. so, you know, pardon me. Um, but forgetting the kind that's bullshit, the kind that's helpful can, can do a few things. It can help with, it can help with breaking addiction. It can help with altering behavior a little bit, and it can also help with restoring memories. It, it but don't ever be fooled. It said people are always in control of what they're saying and what they're doing. That's meaning, the thing
0: that I've always never understood. Like, meaning, are like you? You, see a, you know, you're under hypnosis. How's yes. it work? The okay. answer is yes.
5: You go to the state fair and you see the yeah. the berk, hypnotist. Berk,
0: berk. Yeah,
5: yeah. Th- those people know exactly what they're doing. They're just yeah they just want to be convinced yeah. basically and and so uh, but it can help in restoring memories that you previously had forgotten and so that's what they
0: went into it's it's hard i've never been around it you know and and so so uh
5: we actually uh, there's there's tape of those sessions yes you can yeah and here's a here's a little clip of barney <laughs> No, not like, that, not
2: that cliff conspiracy,
5: <laughs> not that cliff conspiracy. But the actual Barney Hill.
2: I try to maintain
1: control so Betty cannot tell I am scared. God, I'm scared. It's all right. You could go right on and experience it. It will not hurt you now.
2: I got to get my gun. <laughs> All right, all right, that's all. All right, just keep reasonably calm. He he freaks the fuck yeah, out, you yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I,
5: I mean, he, he's really remembering something.
0: Simon hypnotized Barney first. His recall of witnessing non-human figures was quite emotional, as you you know you stated in that clip there. So it was punctuated with expressions of fear, emotional outbursts, shit like that. Barney said that due to the fear, he kept his eyes closed for much of the abduction and physical examination. It was funny to me that Betty was the more badass of the two in the whole thing. She's trying to take souvenirs and and get them. You know, how do I get back here? You got a map? You like, know? like if she had
5: an iPhone, she'd be going for selfies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> get over here, Gleebop. <laughs> you know, like uh, that's their word, Brent. Yeah. Based on these responses that he got from him, Simon told Barney that he'd make sure he wouldn't remember going through the the hypnosis so that he wouldn't be traumatized further. That's what he said, the putting the emotional blocks amnesia back in.
5: Now I'm, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I have no doubt that this doctor believed all of that because this, this doctor actually doesn't, uh, at the end of the day, I don't mean to spoiler alert here, doesn't actually believe that they were abducted. So I have no doubt that when he says he's going to put the, the, uh, basically the dam back in place so that they, yeah. you know, they're not further. He believes he's doing that. I just think it's all a bunch of bullshit. Like that, yeah. that the doctor actually can do that. Yeah. Like that that's possible. Like I, I I think that they can find memories that you forgot. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we've all probably hidden some memories from ourselves. Like Brent, your Friday night you were talking about, uh, you, you did that. And yeah, it probably hurt.
0: That's called a lie. Keep
5: going. <laughs> But, but, it, but in all seriousness, I don't think you can, you can plug that damn back up.
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe, you know what? If you're listening and you know, uh, that's something we can explore maybe in a future episode. Hypnosis would be a fun one. Yeah, we should look I, into it. Yeah. Well, we will. Well, I don't want to say no because this is a medical profession. Maybe that's like, you know, it's one of those things. where someone's like, of fucking course you can.
5: But it's or- not a medical profession. Nobody has on their card. That
0: doesn't yes they do doesn't (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't measure up with this yes they do this motherfucker is is this Simon guy was he's a psychologist he's not a hypnotist but he uses hypnosis as a a tool I'm saying as a tool
5: I'm saying on his business card it doesn't say hypnotist no I'm saying that there that say hypnotist on their business but that's not what I'm
0: saying either I'm just saying like that there's people out there that do this like these doctors that know if that is something that's true or not like I don't. I'm just saying like there are hypnosis isn't bullshit.
5: I I just said that it wasn't.
0: I know I, I agree. I, I I agree it's not I just bullshit. don't know I don't know where the line between fact and fiction with hypnosis ends. Especially especially in the mid sixties. So I I don't know if I haven't heard of any huge leaps and bounds in hypnosis. <laughs> I don't know if they're getting better. Like hypnosis one oh one with your doctor. You know, I don't know. That's how's it even work? Who knows? Anyway, moving on through hypnosis. They help him remember, you know, they're driving away. They get stopped. They see these men, quote unquote, standing in the road. Car stalls and three of the men approach the car. They tell Barney, hey, don't fear us. He's still anxious, however. And they reported that the leader told Barney to close his eyes. While hypnotized, Barney said, I felt like that dude's eyes had pushed into his eyes. Whatever the fuck that means. Closed them on. Barney described the beans as generally similar to Betty's. As she said to an hypnotic, the beings often stared into his eyes and Barney with terrifying mesmerizing effect. He said things like, Oh, those eyes, they're in my brain. And I was told to close my eyes because I saw two of the eyes coming close to mine.
5: This might be a good point. This might be a good point to stop and, and point out there is one big difference between Betty's initial report. And what they're both reporting now, uh,
0: under hypnosis. She had originally said that they had like long noses, gray skin, uh, ha- black, hair, black hair, and now it's turned to gray skin, like no noses, no. right? Now um, they
5: look like grays.
0: Yeah. Quote unquote. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the large
5: black eyes. Like, like, if you've ever seen our logo, Hysteria 51, like that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So they were. So
5: there's a big change there.
0: When it went to hypnosis, she realized that they weren't human. They were humanoid, but not human-like. I guess would be one way to say it.
5: As, as you, as you're want to do. So, like, oh yeah, I forgot. That was wrong.
0: Yeah. So they get taken, him and Barney into this disc slash pancake shape craft and they were separated. Barney says the exam was less detailed. He continued to keep his eyes closed. (laughs) They scraped his skin, peered in his ears and mouth. Here's, here's the, the crazy part. A cup like device was placed over his genitals. He did not experience an orgasm, though they still extracted sperm that way. So they didn't, it didn't jerk him off. They put a cup over him and you know, they got some sperm. It was just, listen, it was just a PPTP. They wanted to make
5: sure that he wasn't going to pee on them.
4: There you go. I think it, it kind of sounds like one of those where, you, where you're protesting too much, like he's under hypnosis and he's like, no, nah, they, they, they definitely didn't anal probe me. I don't know why you're thinking nope, that. No, no, no. Didn't ejaculate into a cup. No, no. Who said that? Not me. That was you. No.
0: Nope. <laughs> and the very next line, a thin tube or cylinder was inserted into his anus and quickly removed quickly removed like they even the aliens realized like oh no no no." that's not the whole we thought it was
3: (laughs) i know it was just a dream
0: i know i didn't have an anal probe and i know that i am not under alien control someone felt his spine and seemed to be counting his vertebrae because god knows they can transverse space and time but they don't have an x-ray machine i guess (laughs) or maybe he's a chiropractor you know you got a lot of tension let me me work out here
5: you know there is one there is one possibility that uh these are actually, have you ever heard that the grays might be us, but like 10,000 years? Time ago, travel, right. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And they, they time traveled back. Actually, that was a, the funny part is that's a, a I think a somewhat well regarded theory in the, in the conspiracy theory community. First, uh, first thrown out in a fiction by H.G. Wells. Yeah. H.G. Wells actually, in one of his stories, uh, talked about, uh, the year 10,000 or something mm-hmm. like that. And, In the the
0: year (laughs) 10,000, in the year (laughs) 10,000, but he
5: talked about these, these, uh, how we had all, uh, evolved into these sexless, large headed, large eyed beings with no noses.
0: No. So yeah. That's not the future I want to live for. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. (laughs) He wants to be an oversexed being with large eyes and noses. Yeah. Huge that's noses not, and oversex that's, that's not what my I want. president. Betty had said that you know these people talked to her, the leader. Talked to her in English. He said Barney remembered them mumbling to one another, but it wasn't anything he could understand. Less details again because he kept his eyes closed. And he said a lot of times when they needed him to understand something, they didn't say it. They made him think it. And he's called it thought transference. And you which know, is
5: another another weird thing because if you go to the brass tacks of what they both say. Betty says a lot of different things, but she finally comes down on they were moving their lips. They were talking. Yeah, both
0: of them said when they spoke in English, they hadn't observed the be, the being's mouths moving when they communicated in English. So they never really saw them talking, talking.
5: So I read some other stuff, um, about the difference between their reports in, in, in these, in these, uh, hypnotic states. And, uh, obviously, Betty's reports differ even from when she talked about it beforehand and then afterwards. But the interesting thing to me was long form. Betty kept saying over and over again that, you know, they they
0: were talking. They were uh, they had an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, although she was verbal and very much. It was more his was more terrifying and hers was more like, hey, we need to do this. Right. But it sounds like he already had if this was true. He already had issues with anxiety, things like that. He's freaking out. They're like, just get this fucking done with and get this cat out of here. But the bottom line is,
5: even though he says he saw lips moving here and there, they didn't. They didn't align to actual any language. Yeah, he was being communicated with with telepathy. Yeah, uh, she he actually said, she said was that they, ver- she was verbally communicating and he wasn't. That's that's the bottom line. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like like, like if you read both of their accounts. That's what happened. There are two different modes of yeah. They
0: said that where they were they were using telepathy, and he didn't know what that word meant. He's like, no, they were putting the thoughts in, them in my mind, right, right? And he's like, okay, well, that's telepathy. He's like, oh, then yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, so then he got Betty's account. And we went over this a lot. You know, they took her on. She wanted to stay with her husband. They made her separate. They examined her much like they did him. Instead of putting the cup over her genitals, they actually stuck a needle in her navel, which hurt. The guy waved over her head. It took the pain away. And then she has the nice chat with the leader and he's like, ah, fucking take a book. And she's like, oh, well, where are you from? And he shows her a map on the wall, which could have been a fucking screen. <laughs> because <A> rolled
5: up <laughs> like in eighth grade or third grade. <laughs> so he screen, shows- you, you pull down and there's 17 maps all, all rolled up together. But Glaxon is pulling the one down that's showing this fucking star map. Mm. And for the record, from what perspective the perspective we don't know but i i tell you what so she drew out this this quote unquote map and uh yeah they
0: actually they put it, he put in a um a mental word or blocker so she could be awake to remember it they said uh during her sessions so she could draw out this map
5: so she went ahead and did it mm-hmm. and it was showing trade routes yeah that she was told so hey what's up with the uh Alpha Centauri Diamond Trade. Oh well, that that, that goes along this
0: route. Well, think about it. I don't <laughs> know. I, it, the, the, if you're gonna have a map and it's gonna be a star map, I can I can get behind that. Like you're gonna have fucking trade routes. Like these are the the known areas that that you'd that way. If you if your ship breaks down, guess what? Someone's gonna be coming through. That's why you use the trade winds and the trade routes when shipping, so that you're not in open water in the middle of fucking nowhere.
5: Go a hundred million light years this way and take a left. Exactly. What?
4: What if it's just like a really shitty tourist like star map that we have out yeah. here in L.A.? <laughs> exactly. You know? exactly. Speaking of Tom Cruise, like what if that's you know, Glaxon's just a huge Mission Impossible? I guess that's too early in time. But space time, he thought he was coming to see Tom Cruise. <laughs> they got there too early in the <laughs> wrong spot. Yeah. No,
0: the, the original hmm. Mission Impossible. Exactly. The there TV show. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like, I, I always, it, it cracks me up a little bit because of all the things that you can snag on, it's always the things that to me are like the little details that are the most realistic. Like, these would be the trade routes. Just like, trade routes! And you're like, you're <laughs> not like, it's not like the whole that she remembered a galactic star map. You're like, trade routes! What they recalled
5: under hypnosis was virtually identical to the nightmares Betty had had a few days after the encounter. The main elements of their abduction during that missing The time main period,
0: elements are fear and surprise. The two main elements <laughs> are fear, surprise, and... No, I'm sorry. That was a Money Python break.
5: <laughs> I went down a back road that was blocked by 11 or 12 aliens who were approximately 5 foot to 5 foot 4 <laughs>
1: inches tall.
5: I won't stop there. Uh these humanoids had no ears, but had slit like mouths, small noses, cat like eyes, and they seemed to extend to the side of their heads, and broad foreheads that tapered down to a small chin. Once again, very different than what she initially had said. Right. But that's what that's what came out of both after of
0: after she had been reading UFO books.
5: UFO books from the library. That's right. The Dewey Decimal system. That's right. Uh, they both they were taken into a nearby landed UFO, mm-hmm. and that's also something to point out. We all we all think of abduction; you think they're up in the stars. Yep. No, these, these no cats one was, no one's arguing that. Mm-hmm. they were uh, they were on the UFO, but it was on the ground the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, inside the UFO, they were put into separate rooms where they're stripped and put on examination tables. Uh, the aliens inserted a long needle into Betty's navel. They uh, she's told it's a pregnancy test. Who knows if it was. A cup-like instrument is placed over Barney's groin, the PPTP, mm. as as we're wont to call it. Uh, <laughs> l- later, he had a ring of warts where this was placed. Okay. Convenient, so, yeah, right. <laughs> so, maybe, baby, this whole, baby, maybe, maybe, maybe the whole thing is really like he get, just gets busted for fucking the local hooker. Yeah, like. No, don't you remember that time we were coming back from (laughs) the falls? We were coming back from Niagara Falls, and we were abducted. Don't you remember? No, these words—they're not from a hooker. I swear to God. No, this is this is
0: this is what I think is funny with this. Some ufologists claim that the aliens use this device to obtain sperm samples from Barney, but Betty always denied this. No. (laughs) Those <laughs> are No. Well, she wasn't there. How would she know? Because she knew. That's what they call women's intuition. And if that is true, is and
5: warts came. Is that just saying that the aliens weren't all that clean?
0: Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they forgot to clean the the, the cup before they, they, they didn't use it. that 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 uh, rip open alcohol pad to wipe it down. <laughs> so they use books, levers,
4: no STD production, <laughs> paper maps. Yeah. It's John Goforth.
5: 1997. Got the, they're like the Russians in the 40s. I mean, <laughs>
0: or the Russians in the 2000s. <laughs> so they said Betty spoke to one of the aliens. He showed her the star map. She tried taking away a book full of strange writing, but she was not allowed to take it away.
5: This and goes back to. Glaxon, we talked about this.
0: Mm-hmm. We no Stop longer. Stop giving
5: Dianetics out to everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining it. Can I talk to you about L. Ron Hubbard, please? <laughs> As she said, when she returned to the car, Barney was already inside it, sitting in a daze. He's sitting there
5: in a daze, but where was Dulcie?
0: <laughs> Dulcie was asleep on the back seat, I like to think, and not being probed anally by any of the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so the si- Simon's conclusions, this, this guy who administered them. After extensive hypnosis sessions, uh, he speculated that the Barney's recollection of the UFO encounter was possibly a fantasy inspired by Betty's dreams. Though Simon admitted the hypnosis did not explain every aspect of the experience, he thought it was a most plausible and consistent explanation. Barney rejected this idea, that, noting that while their memories were cohesive in some regards, there were also portions of both their narratives that were qu- quite unique to each other. Barney was now ready to accept that he had been abducted by the occupants of a UFO, though he never embraced it as fully as Betty did. You know, though the Hills and Simon disagreed on the nature of the case, they all concurred that the through the hypnosis sessions they were effective. The Hills were no longer tormented by anxiety of this said UFO encounter. In
5: other words, Betty quit fucking talking about it. And so Barney could calm the fuck down.
0: And then (laughs) afterwards, Simon wrote an article about the Hills for the journal psychiatric opinion, explaining his conclusions and that the case was a singular psychological aberration. They, he said, believed 100%. He felt that what they're saying was true. He felt that it was brought on by the dreams, but they thought that it was a real thing. And they said, no, no, This was, we were really abducted by aliens. Right.
5: He was saying that he thought they believed it was true.
0: That's right. They believed. He thought they believed. What he's saying is everything that they were saying to him isn't, he didn't feel something that they cocked up. You know, as a story between when they really felt everything they're saying was true. They believed they were abducted by aliens. He did not. He thought it was her dreams. People, you, 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 you talk in your dreams. It gets into your psyche. He starts panicking. She's constantly talking about it. Then she starts she starts uh researching this shit and it gets in your mind and then you you don't you f- start forgetting what's real and what's what's fake and what you saw and what you didn't see and it all muddles up in your brain so we're going to go to break real quick and when we come back we're going to talk about what happened to the hills after they had their full disclosure this whole fucking thing coming up next on hysteria 51 we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like?
1: Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak.
0: And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in That
1: pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they designed it for long-term retention, you know? It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then, you know, that that just seeps into your head.
0: Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it, because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you, you get to use, like, the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time. dot com slash today. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty five language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? day you're fifty percent off.
1: Rashate, <laughs> <laughs> redeem it fifty percent off. Rosetta dot com slash today. Do it today. And we are back. I hope you
5: had a chance to go get some graham crackers, maybe some granola, sit around the campfire. We're all listening.
0: You know that every family loves to snuggle up around a campfire, put on Hysteria 51, Why? would some
4: s'mores. Why wouldn't they? (laughs) Guess what you do.
0: Then once it's done, grandma spins a yarn of alien abductions and everyone goes to bed. Except for, unless you're
5: in L.A., I imagine if you live in L.A., you you have these awesome places that you can go where you have these great beach bonfires and yeah. you eat awesome things of shrimp.
0: And yeah, and everyone knows how to surf. It's amazing. It's true. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah you know,
4: David so,
0: Hasselhoff shows up yeah. on the beach. How you know? old were you when you first won Big Kahuna? Uh, or is that Hawaii? I'm always confused. How does that <laughs> work? Do they just, here's your here's your California driver's license yeah, when and you, here's you, your surfing injection.
5: Exactly. When you showed up, it's like, it's like the box of tide in the Midwest. Yeah. Thank, <laughs>
4: thank you. You, you get a choice. It's like you either, you, you get into the surfing championship or you have to enter the all Valley karate tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I
0: went with Cobra Kai yeah, straight well, away that that's cause you're no rookie. Yeah, you're right. All right. Your leg. So back on the 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 train that is Barney and Betty Hill, these cats had just I want to forward. jump off the train. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you what you can't do: throw Mama from it.
2: Owen,
0: Owen, we don't even, don't even throw that in it. Mine, mine's perfect.
2: Owen,
5: A conspiracy bot, please dude, just put something no. in there. Conspiracy bot,
0: we've talked something. <laughs> so the hills after they'd finally had some closure to this through hypnosis they went back to the regular lives they're willing to discuss UFO and kind of unquote, friends regular. well you know <laughs> one's a, one works at the uh, social security office and one's a postmaster so i don't think they're rock stars but oh but
5: they become it
0: mm, so they're they're willing to discuss it with their friends family and the occasional ufo researcher but they made no effort to, to speak publicly, to go no. out of their, their way to, you know, to Hold put on. in the public realm.
5: The one positive thing I'm going to say about the Hills. Um, it wasn't the, a cash grab from the. Yeah, exactly. From the yeah. research I've done, um, they were going around telling these things to the U.S. Air Force, to
0: to people to try to help them.
5: Right. The, they did. Which gives it. They didn't once go to uh, the press. No. In fact, the only way the press ever got a hold of it was someone that they held in trust actually kind of betrayed them and gave it to the press. So that's interesting. Like the only to me, that's one of the only interesting things about about, uh, uh, you know, the truthfulness of it is like, well, they, they weren't searching for anything because they weren't trying to get. Now, could they uh, back channel have said, hey, hey, Ted? Uh, we're gonna act like we don't want any press on this. Go tell Channel Five. Well, so uh, yeah, of course they could have. I'm not. I, I don't think that happened. I, I really do think that they were some confused folks.
0: I really think to- that they believed what was going on and they they looked for help. Yeah. You know. it's well, the, it came out the UFO chiller. Did they seize couple? Was the the newspaper article that came out in October of '65. That what the. It was called UFO Chiller. Did they seize couple was the newspaper article that came out in October 25th of 1965. And that's the first time this reporter, this John Luttrell, he had gotten a an audio tape from when they talked way back at that Quincy Center in 63. And they had not authorized it. He just got it. listened to it. Puts it out there. So this is the first time that they were in, like, the mainstream media news of the time and their stories out. So you skip forward to 1966, this, this writer, John Fuller, he gets them to come on with Simon, the doctor who wrote the book, The Intrepid Journey about the case. Okay. The book included a copy of Betty's sketch of the star map and the book, it was, a, it was a success. It went through several printings. You can still find it today. So at least a year later, they were like, okay, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to. To run with a little bit. Unfortunately, as we stated, 69, Barney dies of cerebral hemorrhage on February 25th. He was only 46 years old.
5: Which Gonzo already has a uh, a thought on. Alien paper cuts. That's my theory. (laughs) Sticking with it.
0: My brain. My brain. The the smoking gun, if you will, of this is the star map that we talked about. She was shown a star map.
5: And then Betty dies. Betty uh, died
0: in October. 17th. Almost forty years later, uh, in 2004. October of two thousand four, she wrecked her Harley at Harley Week, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she passed. <laughs> doing a
4: crazy stunt with Robbie Knievel, <laughs> Ring of fire death. Yeah.
5: So if you're if you're a conspiracy theorist, he died of a cerebral hemorrhage, uh-huh. uh, oddly early, right? Yeah, yep. like that. Which isn't oddly early because cerebral hemorrhages hit people of any age. But if you believe that, uh, and then she gets cancer at the age of 85. Who gets cancer at the age of 85? Oh, wait, everybody. Uh, Yeah. Everyone. Everyone.
4: (laughs) Everyone, including the victims of alien abductions. You're leaving that part out.
5: Uh, You're right. You're (laughs) right. When you're right, you're right.
0: So let's, let's go back to my favorite topic of this, this, there is evidence. We stated their car. They had these concentric, concentric circles on the trunk, her dress, dress, which has been, um, you know, given to multiple laboratories to test on it. And uh, unfortunately, as they say, the pink powder had blown away, but they, they tested his shoes, things like that. The star map 68, Marjorie Fish of Oak Harbor, Ohio. She read Fuller's Intrepid Journey. She was an elementary school teacher and amateur astronomer. She's intrigued by the star map. She wants to know, okay, I want to know if you can decipher what she's done with this star map. So as we stated, Betty was able to sketch her her star map. So she wanted to determine which stars the system, you know, which star system the UFO came from. Assuming it's one of the 15 stars.
5: And- and for the record, the star map, uh, when she was with the aliens, was told to her that it was not just a star map, but also showing uh, there were lines in between the stars showing various trade routes. Yes. So, hey, Glaxon, where do you get your glasses? Uh, oh, yeah, I just go to Alpha Centauri. I take a left, go 100 million light
0: years and take a right. Again, that that's just a weird thing. I, I think that's normal. I, I do. I, I mean, I don't, I don't look at a lot of star maps, so I can't really say, but didn't you see episode seven? The whole fucking thing was after a star map and it had the line through the whole fucking star map. I had to get there. <laughs> Are we thinking, yeah, like, like, yeah.
5: Also. Uh oh. Okay. So a, a star map from what? My other problem with it is from what perspective? These are dots connected by lines, right? That's that's all it is. Yes. From what from
0: from Earth? No, obviously. Well, it's not so from Earth. she looks at there's 15 dots on this, all right? So she says one of these must be Earth, Earth Sun. Not not the the dots are stars. They're not they're not planets. She constructs a 3D model of nearby sun like stars using. Threads and beads, you know, like you do <laughs> constructing those, those weird conspiracy <laughs> Arts maps. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basing stellar devices on those pub- published in the 1969 star catalog. Uh, studying thousands of vantage points over several years. The only one that seemed to match the hill map was from the viewpoint of the double star system Zeta Reticuli. When you looked at it from there in 3D, Earth was where it was supposed to be. Zeta Reticuli was supposed to be. Now, I will say this. Take out all the the joking and stuff we're doing. I don't know how. If she... No, (laughs) but for real, just go with me on this. If this was something that she sketched and this has been looked at, that's pretty impressive. It's one of those, like... Like let's let's say that this is fake. That's impressive that it worked out to be where these fucking stars actually are. Like it isn't like this. You know, Marjorie Fish did this. And then people looked at it later, like now nah, this bitch is fucking crazy. It's real. Like at least it it matches to what it is from that vantage point. That's but in-
5: but oh God loves science. Science comes through in the clutch. Um, so. There are very rare times where honest-to-God scientists step in on um, conspiracy theorists, ufologists, etc., and say, hey, we, we have a thought. Uh, and this time he did. His name was Carl Sagan. Everybody know Carl Sagan? Carl Sagan stepped in and said, all right, this thing is getting way too much press because here's what happened. Uh, this person that we're talking about th- – brought this up well after that star map had been published right so everyone thought it had to be true because the the map was published before we had actually identified those stars like our astronomers had identified those stars sagan came out and said hold up just a minute conspiracy bot play it
2: this map includes stars that were first cataloged several years after Betty Hill recalled what she says she saw in the alien ship. Her map required, we are told, information that was not then available on the Earth. There is a resemblance between the two maps, but that's mainly because the lines corresponding to navigation routes have been copied from the Hill map onto the real star map. If we were to substitute some other set of lines for the Hill lines, we find that the eye suddenly is biased against uh, seeing any agreement between the two maps at all.
0: But then you have someone else science coming through again, David Sanders, who's a statistician who looked at it and said, if you take this map and you only use this specific kind of stars it's statistically almost improbable that she would ever have picked them that would have filled into that exact map that matches with Earth and our surrounding stars. So you have another scientist who's unfortunately doesn't have the, the, you know, his own TV show like Carl Sagan, um, who said it's incredibly, you know, hard to believe that that would just happen by chance. One scientist saying like, oh, those are random dots. The other saying, and you know, Marjorie saying, no, they aren't random dots. And the statistician saying it's, you know, it's improbable, not impossible, but highly improbable that that would have been made up and it would just so happen to align exactly with these Earth-like stars that could harbor planets. And at that time, we had no idea if there were planets or not outside of the 9, then became 8, now back up to possibly 9. Is it now, Nibiru? I don't know.
5: The uh, I'm not going to agree with you, but I will say that uh they make a valid point in that... Just as easily as you can say, this could be a random smattering of stars or or dots, even. Um, it could also not be random. I mean, there's, (laughs) you could say that either way. Uh, like you could just as easily go, well, that's not random. And look how they align. Uh, I get that.
0: So let's talk about this. What do you, what do you, (laughs) obviously we've, (laughs) I'm, I'm the pro. He's the con. Mike, what are you thinking? Like, what are your, what are your thoughts? What do you think about, you know, this whole thing? Man, you know, I, I, I never want to be the one
4: to, to, to say one way or another, what, you know, is or isn't. Uh, I definitely try to keep an open mind on things like this. And, you know, I think there's, I think there's some intriguing aspects of this case that, you know, the, the map, especially having, having some, I don't want to call it physical evidence, but some evidence that, you know, something happened. Uh, but then you get, hey, you know, don't don't skip over the general warts. Don't forget. Or the, yes. Yeah. The, the, uh, the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> from any close encounter that you might have. Um, you know, I think, I think like we, we've all had those boring drives. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever driven through Kansas or Nebraska or just somewhere where it's just, you know, repetitive trees, Oklahoma. repetitive rocks. Um, you know, the, the having gone to school in southern Illinois, driving up to Chicago, that, that drives, you know, pretty oh, boring. Many, and many times, I yes. think a lot of times you, you look up and you realize like, you know, hey, where did the last couple hours go? You know, um, <laughs> it's easy to zone out on stuff like that. So, you know, um, is that why, a needle it, in my navel? Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> how, who hasn't been? You know, driving home from college and seeing Jupiter above the moon and, you know, gotten abducted. But (laughs) I I think I think it could have happened. I definitely, uh, you know, I I am of the
0: the camp that I don't think we're alone in the universe. Um, That's where I'm at. And so that's why I always (laughs) it's so easy to dismiss everything. So I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt, even when you want to dismiss. I mean, some people are just fucking kooks like John. I mean, you can't believe a fucking (laughs) thing that comes out of his mouth. But then you got other people like me who are wholesome and believable and well hung. So I (laughs) (laughs) Um, 99.7% of that was true. Everything I just said so. Yeah, I I think it's good to be in the in the Mulder camp. You know, I want to believe. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm not saying everything's true,
5: but I want to believe. Exactly, John. What say you? I I came into tonight wanting to believe as well. I I I really do. I I because I do believe that we aren't alone in this universe. This is to me like uh, at, at at surface. If you read just the the Wikipedia um the the most believable it's the first one uh these people aren't aren't searching for fame or fortune they're just a couple of normal people but then once we dove in i don't believe i think that i think they might believe uh, i really do uh i i think that i think it's a couple that has been on the edge of their seats for a long time they're they're an interracial couple that they're, they're they're scared they're 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 um Unfortunately, always having to look out uh, for each other, and so when one says something, the other one wants to support them. I, I think that's a function of of where they were in the world. I I, I hate to bring race into it. I, I and I don't mean to. I just mean to say that that is that is a reality that they live in, right? And. Um, it's so they still people live in, unfortunately. unfortunately. And they continue to live with it. I I think that if you watch, uh, there are lots of videos of Betty, you know, not, not as much of Barney cause he died so early, but of Betty, she's definitely like just a buyer in, you know, she's in, she, she, she was in before this whole thing happened. Her sister was talking to her about things. um, I think you you put all of that together and you start to see this this picture of someone who who wanted something to happen. I don't know what happened that night. I don't necessarily think that it was them getting abducted. I think they did see some weird shit and then uh you you start to combine that with some weird dreams and 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 like uh there were stories of when she's talking to her sister about what might have happened on the phone. Barney was also in the room. I'm not. No one was lying. I don't believe that anyone was lying. I do believe that subversively they they started to buy into each other's bullshit. Even when you listen to uh, some of the tapes, which I, I literally are available on YouTube, you listen to some of the tapes. Uh, that doctor who who also said that it isn't true, he does kind of um, I don't know allude um uh, to what the other one said he asks he asks leading questions at times and i I, I think that's what happened i I, I think they kind of convinced themselves that this thing had happened she uh, between what her sister had talked to her about between what she read about and between what she wanted to believe the, the, it kind of formed in her head um something that that didn't actually happen i I'd love to believe they got abducted abducted but I don't
0: you know what? I'm, I like how, how Mike said, be the molder. Like, I want to believe you got two people. I, I, a doctor said that they believed what they said. They said they believed what they said. Um, they have a little bit of evidence in the fact that the dress and it's been analyzed. They have a little bit of, you know, because of the car and also the star map, which, you know, you got one scientist or professional saying one thing. You got another saying another. I do not believe that we are alone. I do not believe that at all. Um, I believe probably things like this unfortunately happen. I believe the government probably knows and even allows things like this. So somewhere along the line, you got to put your foot down and say, yeah, I'm going to believe people. Uh, Where is this where it starts? I don't know. But you know what? You, You got people like Stanton Friedman, who is the biggest, uh, Bob Lazar denier in the world. If you're not familiar Bob with Lazar, Stan- Bob Lazar. if you're not familiar with Stanton Friedman, um, he's the the go to guy on on a lot of panels and everything for 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 alien and and abductions and things like that. And he he believed them hook, line, and sinker. He, in fact, he he does a lot of lectures about them with. I, I think it's their niece, was it, that he does um, yeah. lectures with on the, the whole thing. Just, they did a whole documentary. He had met with them and, and spoke with them and, and did a lot with Betty. And, uh, it's, it's interesting to see people that have met them and see how, how much they believe what happened. Everyone that's seen a ghost believes wholeheartedly and everyone that t- they tell doesn't believe him because it didn't happen to you. Um, a lot of people, it's easier to say it didn't happen than to try to understand. And I understand that a lot of cases it cannot be believed because it's total horseshit. This one, I'm going to I, you know what I'm going to say. Maybe I don't know. I really believe that these people believed what they said. And I don't know if I believe that because my wife had some dreams, I'm going to start believing them. But then again, I don't have ulcers and anxiety attacks either. So, you know, I, I'm kind of on the related fence. to this related to this. Yes. So we got a a no and two. I don't know. Is that what we're getting at here?
2: Kanbot, your thoughts. Terrestrial meat sacks, space meat sacks. Who cares what you flesh bags do to each other? Meanwhile, I'm still here plugged into a stupid wall. Someone come abduct me. Please
5: (laughs) (laughs) dynamic drop in as always conspiracy
0: bots. (laughs) So who's right? Who's wrong? I'm saying I I believe them. John saying he doesn't Mike saying he's kind of on the fence. So we're, we're, we're all over the board on this one. Let us know on Twitter. You can find us at hysteria 51 pod on Twitter. You can also let us know on Facebook, facebook.com slash hysteria 51 pod. Seriously let us know. We we love interaction. Tweet at us, send us messages. It's actually starting to pick up. We're getting a lot more messages. A lot of people are tweeting to us and things like that. And we love it and we want to keep that going. And another way That you can find us is with Hysteria51.com. You'll find all the social media links that we just talked about. And
5: you'll You'll find find, our Patreon link.
0: You'll find our Patreon link. You'll find links to our own personal Twitters. You'll find links to the Twitter and and webpages of our guests. You can also, brand new... Leave us a message. You can leave us a voicemail. We've got a phone number now. And in the future, we're hoping to be able to play some of the voicemails people leave us on future episodes. So give us a call at 773-669-7277. That's 773. (laughs) <laughs> again damn you right. government <laughs> so no for real give us a call leave us a message That's it can be funny it can be funny it can be nice it can be whatever you want it can be dirty you can talk shit to John we like it we'll play it in the future and another thing we're going to do is give a few social shout outs to some people that we've been uh, talking with or giving us some some love on Twitter
5: uh, a favorite podcast of ours, Secret Transmission Podcast at Secret Trans Pod. They just did an episode on Pizzagate, much like we did. Give it a listen. It's
0: a, uh, that's a, that's a rough, rough customer. <laughs> it is. That it one's is. about if pedophilia, if I remember right, John. Oh, pedophilia. God, I thought we were going to get through two episodes. I can't help but the Secret Transmission Podcast is talking about pedophilia. John John isn't a big fan of pedophilia. What do you think about pedophilia, Mike? Any pedophilia <laughs> thoughts about pedophilia? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I, I want to believe, uh, Alder <laughs> or something. I, I bet you. Think. I bet when you're a kid, you're like, I hope one day I have a segue <laughs> that's all about pedophilia, and I can just talk.
5: moving on uh also want to give a, a shout out to another show we like uh at epic film guys uh we had a nice conversation on twitter earlier about ipas
0: even if they have horrible taste in beer they have
5: wonderful taste in beer they like a great ipa which i also like and i'm consuming as well
0: it's called underwater underarm skunk Sweat, I think, is is what it's called. Coming from the, one? the
5: guy drinking Bud Light. That's right. Mm. We're moving on.
4: The
0: A and
5: stands for acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, at Ectoplasm Show, you guys know we love you. We're looking forward to having you on the show. Looking, we've been on your show, and, and we'll do
0: it again. And they helped me update my resume recently with Moon Viking, with that sweet uh, Viking on the moon gift they sent us. Oh,
5: yeah. Us. Go to, go to our Twitter. Uh <laughs> when we were talking about the moon landing we mentioned that eric the red might have been the first on the moon yeah that's right and probably uh, damn someone else they, had already they thought showed us it. visual
0: evidence <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, now now under skills on my resume it says moon viking perfect perfect that's our thoughts let us know what you love let us know what you hate let us know how much you like me better than john i've been brent i'm still john i will always be mike
2: except when i'm not <laughs> he's been conspiracy bot stay woke meat sacks
3: thanks for listening to hysteria 51 a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories mysteries and the unexplained we'll be back again next week with more known unknowns if you'd like us to discuss a particular topic suggest a guest or simply seek some truth We'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand
2: joint.